The Anti-Racism Event Where Whites Weren't Allowed to Ask Questions. Written by Selwyn Duke. Thursday, October, 3, 2019. Whites are to be seen for now and not heard as the idea. Some may draw this conclusion now that a British university has hosted an equality and anti-racism event at which whites were banned from asking questions. As the Voice of Europe reports, the Edinburgh University has been accused of supporting blatant racism for having hosted a supposed anti-racism conference which banned white people from speaking. The conference, called Resisting Whiteness 2019, took place over the weekend Saturday, and was organized by a group which purports to oppose racism and describes itself as a QTPOC queer and trans people of color organization. The event's organizers allege that it seeks to amplify the voices of people of color and to give people of color a platform to talk, The Telegraph reports. According to the event's blurb, organizers will not be giving the microphone to white people during the Q&As. Similarly, one of the two safe spaces is reserved only for people of color, while the other is open to people who are feeling overwhelmed, overstimulated or uncomfortable. Let not your heart be troubled, though, white people, because the blurb assures us that the prohibition is in place not because we don't think white people have anything to offer to the discussion, but merely for non-whites' benefit. One person wholly unassuaged by this is 42-year-old anti-racism campaigner Jane McColl of Glasgow, calling the event blatantly racist. She explained, it sets back the battle to achieve equality and fairness by decades, all because of the actions of a tiny group of extremists, whose perverse sense of logic has led them to belittle white people, not by who they are as individuals, by merely because of their skin color. Reports the Daily Mail. Imagine if this event was called resisting blackness and non-white people were told they could not ask questions, nor access a room because they were the wrong color, she continued, stating the obvious. Then, reflecting the increasingly popular idea among some internet users that anti-racism is now a code word, the top commenter under a college fix piece on the conference wrote, notice that anti-racism is not anti-racism, it is anti-white, which is racism. Whatever you call it, notorious segregationist and late Alabama Governor George Wallace, who once proclaimed, segregation today, segregation tomorrow, segregation forever, is perhaps being turned into a prophet, by the same group that once condemned him, liberals. It's not just that there have long been quotas and affirmative action excluding whites. We now also have no whites allowed college campus safe spaces, universities that are offering special dorm wings for black students, and another, George Mason, that hosted a special orientation for black undergraduates in 2016. Moreover, the University of Minnesota offers a tongues untied program that excludes straight people and whites, according to campus reform. And it was reported in 2015 that a NYC school was asking third graders their race and then dividing them into affinity groups i.e., racial groups for racial tolerance training i.e., politically correct indoctrination. Not surprisingly, this doesn't come out of nowhere. The San Francisco-based Pacific Educational Group PEG, which devises materials for taxpayer-funded teacher training, actually recommends formulating student groups based on race. PEG goes even further with the separation, too, instructing teachers to have separate behavior expectations for minority students, because those students supposedly come from cultures with radically different values, reported EAG News Steve Gunn in 2015. For example, according to PEG, white culture is based on white individualism or white traits like rugged individualism, adherence to rigid time schedules, plan for the future, and the idea that hard work is the key to success. Gunn informs. In reality, none of this is surprising given the moral relativism that defines the left. 
rooted to nothing absolute, eternal, and immutable, leftists don't have principles but preferences, which changes the situation and their emotions do. Related to this, also note that liberalism's only consistent definition is a desire to change the status quo. And one likely reason not the only one leftists ever battle the status quo is that they ever perceive the problems, e.g., black educational failure, but lacking discernment and intellectual honesty, never perceive the causes. Thus, they simply blame the way things are, the current status quo, as they conceptualize it. So when segregation was the status quo, they opposed that, and now with reflexive race mixing the status quo, they oppose that. In a way, it's a bit like dealing with spoiled children who'll rebel against daddy no matter what. Whatever the details, the bottom line is that these leftists are driven by prejudice, and no surprise there. For they're divorced from truth and governed by feelings, and passion is the mother of prejudice. Subscribe to The New American and listen to more by clicking podcast on the top right corner of our homepage. Also, please consider donating to help us push out more content for you, our listeners.